are listening to Pet Fluff with Katie Mara, a lifestyle podcast that features various topics, current events, tips and advice, and the occasional guest that not only benefits you, but also your pet. So come and join me and take a listen as I am your host, Katie Mara. Hey guys, it's your girl, Katie Mara. Welcome to another episode of Pet Fluff. This is episode four, and we have a lot to talk about. Can music heal your pet? The Spotify playlist by Norio Beats, it can really repair and relax your mind, your pet's mind, and everyone's mind during the quarantine times. We are also going to answer that big, long-awaited question that everyone has been asking over the internet. Can my pet get coronavirus? Can they carry it? Can they transfer? transmit it to me? Can I transmit it to them? Are they going to be safe? We're going to get all into that later in the episode. But first, here's the scooper. Here's the scooper, where a captivating current event can spark a conversation or a feel-good story that makes your heart smile. And best of all, it's all about the animals. I know everyone has been on social media when we've been on quarantine. There has been a viral post of dolphins and swans swimming in the canals of Venice due to the current lockdown and quarantine of citizens of Italy. There was also another post of elephants going through a village in China, getting drunk on corn wine from a nearby village, and then passing out in a nearby tea garden. Unfortunately, both of these posts are not real. Swans actually regularly visit the canals, and the dolphins were actually swimming in the port of Sardinia, not in Venice. As far as the elephants, they weren't drunk, and they passed out in a tea field, but it's normal for elephants to pass through the Yunnan province. And a lot of these posts are for viral likes and tweets. Uh, The Swan post actually had over a million likes. So there is a guy named Paolo Oraveza, a web developer and image verification expert who debunks fake viral posts and calls out the fakers. If you are interested in his Twitter handle and want to follow him, I'll put it in the show notes. The recent fake posts are caused by the isolation of quarantine sudden isolation and wanting the emotion of the feel-goods. The downside is is that these fake feel-good stories can make people even more distrustful, especially when the world right now is feeling emotionally vulnerable. Actually, half of Americans feel as though they've been exposed to made-up info lately related to the coronavirus. And that would make anyone feel uneasy about any kind of information that's being presented to them. But the good news is... The canal waters in Venice are actually clearer due to the decreased boat activity. So that's something to celebrate. And something else to celebrate is many shelters across the U.S. are empty as people are fostering dogs to keep them company and to maintain a routine during quarantine. So those are some things that are actually true and you can celebrate. So now we are on to our next subject, all the fluff. All the Fluff, where discussions happen and information is absorbed to help aid you and your pet. Can music heal you and your pet? I'll cover pet-friendly Spotify playlists 
and binaural beats that can repair DNA and relax everyone's mind. We all love music. It's attached to our souls. And most music sets the mood to ease depression, lower blood pressure, and put a smile on your face to get up and get dancing. So it would make sense animals would benefit from the healing and stress-reducing effects of music. According to Spotify, based on a survey with 5,000 music streaming pet owners in the U.S., U.K., Australia, Spain, and Italy, 71% of owners have played music for their pets. Eight and ten owners believe that their pets like music. Genres that pets seem to prefer is classical and soft rock. 69% of owners sing to their pet, while 57% of owners dance with their pet. Almost one in five pet owners named their pets after a music artist or group. The top five artist-influenced pet names are Bob Marley, Elvis, Freddie Mercury, Bowie, and Ozzy. And I actually knew an Ozzy, and I actually knew a Bob Marley, so that's kind of funny. Most pet owners think music can help pets relieve stress, boost their happiness, and keep them company. And just a few more pet facts, 84 percent say their pet completes their life, 55% think their pets like the same type of music as them, and 53% of pet owners globally indicated that they would pick their pet over their partner if they really had to choose. Damn, I feel sorry for non-animal lovers getting dumped because they don't like the other person's dog. This is why you need to take a compatibility test when dating other people. But first, let's dig deeper with binaural beats. And I know you're like, what the hell is that? So binaural beats are claimed to induce the same mental state associated with a meditation practice, but more quickly. In effect, binaural beats are said to reduce anxiety, increase focus and concentration, lower stress, increase relaxation, foster positive moods, promote creativity, and help manage pain. Meditation is the practice of calming the mind and tuning down the number of random thoughts that pass through it. A regular meditation practice has been shown to reduce stress and anxiety, slow down the rate of brain aging and memory loss while promoting emotional health and lengthening the attention span. Practicing meditation regularly can be quite difficult, so people have to look for technology for help. Binaural beats between 1 and 30 hertz are alleged to create the same brainwave pattern that one would experience during meditation. If you listen to a sound with a certain frequency, your brain waves will synchronize with that frequency. The theory is binaural beats can help create the frequency needed for your brain to create the same waves commonly experienced during a meditation practice. The use of binaural beats in this way is sometimes called brainwave entrainment technology. So how can binaural beats help pets? Just like humans, beats can affect pets the same way. It can ease anxiety and relax them, and it buffers that sound from outside or community living that makes it less quiet to kind of fill in the quiet space. Dogs can hear a range of frequency between 67 to 45,000 hertz, while cats can hear from a wider range from 45 to 64,000 hertz. And that is compared to humans, which we can only hear 64 to 23,000 hertz. Sometimes low frequencies, such as a drum kick or bass line, can react a flight or fight response. Because it sounds so familiar to a vehicle, a train, or 
sometimes a large threat, such as a larger animal. That's why they get spooked. Classical, easy listening, and new age music has been the ideal preference choice in music. I would say test all music to see what is best for your pet. When we board pets at our house, I've used smooth jazz, R&B, yacht rock, classical, easy listening, spa, new age, I mean, even NPR. It seemed like something that was a little bit more relaxing. The pets would be more inclined to calm down. I mean, when I was younger, my cat actually liked to sit on my subwoofer when I would bang out some hip-hop. So she really liked the bouncing of the beats. So it really depends on your pet. And then frequencies for humans. I personally use binaural beats every night before I go to bed. This is something that is in my daily meditation and therapy to help me have a good night rest. To go in even further, there are nine solfecho frequencies. The prefix solfe goes back as far as the hymn to St. John the Baptist. Six out of the nine frequencies are actually found in the hymn. And if you are a singer and know the warm-up song, Do, Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, those are actually the keys are the six of the nine frequencies used in the hymn. So that was actually kind of interesting for me to find out. It just proves for centuries meditation with these solfecho frequencies have been around for quite some time. There are two that I personally use out of the nine. The first one is the 741 hertz solfecho frequency and it helps find the truth and it also cleanses your chakra. If you're not very spiritual, what that would mean is if you've ever been somewhere and someone kind of drained your energy or you're feeling an emotion that you can't really claim as your own, this frequency can actually help clear your chakras to be able to kind of think more clearly and erase those emotions that are technically not yours to begin with, where you have to make a huge decision in your life that needs kind of understanding and truth play this frequency and it would help you make a decision in your life that you need some answers to. For a pet, I would say this is good if you've experienced that your pet is having increased anxiety or acting abnormal. Sometimes that is with the full moon. Cats and dogs can act kind of strange. Play this frequency will help calm them down and kind of recenter their energy. 528 is the second frequency. It is actually known to be the ultimate frequency. It is the ultimate DNA repair frequency. This frequency is the most powerful of all nine of the solfecho frequencies. This can be used for anything. It can be used for chakra cleansing. It can be used for literally aches and pains, anxiety, realignment of all of your emotions your anxieties. I mean, really, it does everything. I usually listen to these frequencies as I'm going to sleep, but you can use them in your meditative state during the day. I just wouldn't suggest that you drive with some of these frequencies as they can cause sleepiness and drowsiness. These are best used in a meditative state or a sedentary state. Now, I would say you should listen to them at least minimum 10 minutes a day. Now, you can listen to as much or as 
as little as you want. I listen to it until I fall asleep. And then halfway through the night, I just take off my headphones and continue sleeping. I have sometimes problems falling asleep. So it's been really helping me. And I do feel less achy in the morning. But I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if this stuff works, but it has been for me. I can put up a couple of playlists available. There are many on YouTube and Spotify, and I'll attach some to the show notes. All of these frequencies can be thoroughly researched. Each one does a different thing. I just focused on two. I have a chart available, though it is through a website, but I did have a screenshot. I don't know how I could add the link, but I could try to figure that out. It gives a lot of detail of each individual frequency and the specificity of what you would need. Say, for instance, you wanted something for intention. There is a frequency for that, and it really is good if you want something specific that you're trying to accomplish and meditate upon. So these are just like some great options. The 528, I would suggest for your pet to just calm them down. A lot of it is in new age music, so maybe it would be great to put it towards the end of the day, but there are lots of songs that are popular that have these frequencies in it. I mean, I would say a lot of popular music has do, re, mi, fa, so, la. So why wouldn't it be in there? Which brings me back to Spotify. They have created a Spotify playlist for your pet. And I know you're thinking, what? That is fucking insane. I know. I even had to go check it out personally myself. And they have some really good stuff. So they have created a simple questionnaire to pick the perfect music for your pet. But you would go to spotify.com slash pets for a playlist that you can share with your dog, cat, iguana, hamster, or bird. They wanted to create this. This is in their own words. They wanted to create a unique experience to help you craft the perfect algorithm generated playlist for you and your pet to enjoy together. So I thought that was really cool. So this is how you would do it. It's four simple steps. You would pick Pick your pet. That is step one. Step two is to tell more about your pet in more detail of their behavior. It would help pick the playlist vibe. Step three, add a name and photo so that you can share the playlist. And step four is listen and share. And they have a bunch of pre-made playlists available for your pet. And I thought it was really cute because they have new age music and then they had some rock and some EDM. So it was kind of cool and some old school R&B. A lot of dogs dogs apparently like Billy Holiday. What a sophisticated taste in music. My goodness. So check it out. Go to Spotify for your pet's playlist and for the sulfetchal frequencies. It would really benefit everyone. Seriously. First-hand experience right here. All right, guys, we're going off to our next topic, Q&A time. It's Q&A time. Solve all your animal problems here. No matter how pressing or silly your question is, don't worry, I got you covered. Now, it's time to get into the nitty gritty. I know this question is going to be kind of heavy for some people. I know we've been in quarantine for quite some time. I know people are concerned about the coronavirus, but I felt like this topic was important to talk about because we have lots of pets and that we love them dearly and we don't want to get sick from them and we don't want them to get sick from us. So the question of the day is, can pets get coronavirus? 
Can they carry it? Can they give it to you? And vice versa. Can you give it to them? In the beginning, experts have said no. There has only been one case in China for one dog that was tested weak positive. Now, they couldn't clarify what that exactly meant. I've heard a couple of scientists say that it could have been contaminated, but they did say they've done further research and that they've tested this dog over and over again, and they were getting samples from their snout and their tongue. So they were saying it was a weak positive, but not enough to show symptoms, which this dog didn't. It was in quarantine. They had released it and it shortly passed away after, but the dog was 16 years old. So I believe it passed of old age and maybe a bit of anxiety being away from its owner. You know, being infected as a pet does not equal being infectious or capable of spreading the virus. Before I was even covering this topic, the viral news of Earlier this week, an actual tiger from the Bronx Zoo had tested positive due to an employee exposing the tiger to the coronavirus. Now, they said that the tiger had lost its appetite and was not eating and had a upper respiratory cough, but that it was minor symptoms and that it's being quarantined away from the other tigers. And I know this story brought up, again, a lot of anxiety for pet owners because they were now wondering, hey, can my cat get coronavirus? Here's the thing. Coronavirus is a form of SARS. Cats and dogs have had SARS in the past, but not this same particular COVID-19 strand. With cats and dogs, coronavirus can be present on the surface of their fur, but it doesn't mean that they would actually contract the virus. With the case of the tiger, they are a different species than a house cat, and actually they are in a different genius pool than a house cat. So they believe that a tiger's health should be unaffected by your household pet. Experts believe that cats and dogs can actually be dead-end hosts. And that just means that a cat or a dog can get infected, they shed it, and then they're unlikely to shed it enough to spread it to other people. So essentially, the virus ends with them and that they're unable to pass it on to people or to other animals. If COVID-19 was actually serious in pets, experts would have known by now. And I tend to agree with them because as much tracking as they've done with people, the people that were exposed to COVID-19 have pets, testing would have been done with the pets, and there would have been a lot more media coverage regarding more positive pets. Now, hundreds of pets in hotspot areas, which are cities including Seattle and New York City. And these pets consist of dogs, cats, even small mammals, and even horses. They were all tested and every single one of them came back negative. So that's something to be hopeful about. And I know you're like, yeah, that's great. But, you know, the COVID-19 can still live on the surface of my pet. So what do I need to do? Do I quarantine? How do I prevent? And it's the same thing that everyone's been fucking telling you. Practice proper hygiene. Practice it with your pets. Wash your hands before and after interacting with your pet. Wipe the paws of your dog after a long walk. Bathe your dog once a week if you deemed necessary, especially if you have been tested positive for COVID-19. I would say that would be the wisest thing to do and maybe give your cat a bath. I know they hate baths, but it's good to take precautionary methods. I would also refrain from dog and cat kisses. 
And last but not least, when you are walking your dog, practice social distancing when you see other dogs. I mean, it's that simple. So I wouldn't be too concerned about all of this, staying positive, having a hopeful outlook on this, being mindful, enjoying the time off is the best key to staying healthy. Now, guys, we are on to our last segment of the day. My favorite segment, the pet feature of the episode. And I'm so proud of all of the people out there that have been fostering animals during the COVID-19 crisis. All these shelters really appreciate it. So let's see if we can get our next dog that I will be showcasing into a home, a forever home. Well, it's time for my favorite segment, which is the feature pet of the episode. This is where I showcase a local DMV pet that is in need of a forever home. So, let me help you find your forever pet. Our featured dog today is named Alexander, and he is at Homeward Trails. A little bit about Homeward Trails. They are a Virginia nonprofit organization dedicated to the rescue and rehoming of adoptable dogs and cats. Founded in 2001, Homeward Trails has rescued more than 24,000 dogs and cats. It is the 10th largest shelter in Virginia and pulls from rural shelters throughout the state as well as the surrounding states. They are running a program in Puerto Rico bringing adoptable puppies and dogs to the mainland for adoption. To date, more than 600 Puerto Rican dogs have found homes in the DMV. Currently, the Homeward Trails Adoption Center in Fairfax Station, Virginia, is currently closed to the public, but you may make an appointment to meet Alexander. So visit his bio, and I'll post the link in the Linktree account. Normally, if you wanted to go and see cats once this is all over, you can go to Crumbs and Whiskers in D.C., my favorite place, and many of the dogs at the Homeward Trails Adoption Center in Fairfax Station, Virginia. They're usually open weekends from 10 to 4, and if you also want to get involved, they are always looking for volunteers and foster homes for all of their animals. You can visit their website, homewardtrails.org, for more information. So let's meet Alexander. He is a big, goofy hound that loves to explore and sniff to his heart's content. He is three years old and 67 pounds. Alexander would do best as the only dog in the home. He loves to play with toys but needs to be supervised. He recently ate a toy and had to have surgery to remove the obstruction. Poor baby. Alexander loves people and is very friendly. He has been waiting a very long time for his forever home and is anxious to meet you. So if you are interested in Alexander, of course, check out our IG page at CRC Pet Service. Click our link tree and you'll find all of Alexander's information. He's really a cutie patootie, so I hope someone adopts him soon. everyone. We've had a wonderful show today. We touched on a lot, but it's time for me to go. All of the information on today's show will be in the show notes. Thanks for listening. I know coronavirus has been overwhelming to most people. I wanted to bring the important facts regarding pets and coronavirus. I felt like it was really important, and I wanted to give you something to look forward to to release your anxiety and stress. So I hope you found 
today's information useful, and I promise I will not make it a habit to continuously talk about coronavirus. They like beat it with a dead horse. Are you looking for a pet sitter? It is spring. Puppies are being adopted. Consider CRC Pet Service for all of your pet sitting needs. We service Arlington, Falls Church, McLean, and Tyson's area. For more information regarding pet sitting services, you can follow our IG page at CRC Pet Service. Do you have a comment, a suggestion, or want to promote your small business on my show? Email me at petfluffpodcast at gmail.com. In two weeks, episode five will be coming out. That is Wednesday, April 29th. We will be talking about gut health. Why a leaky gut can cause all of your problems, including indigestion, illness, and fatigue. And this is not just for you. This also happens for all of your pets. So we're going to cover all of that. And the question of the week is helping your gecko lose its clothing, a.k.a. its skin. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day. And just in case you have forgotten today, you matter. You are loved, you are worthy, and you are magical. Now there's no second chance.